this is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. This is Kerry Earnhardt, and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors, where the pavement ends and the dirt road begins. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Earnhardt Outdoors. I'm your host, Kerry Earnhardt, coming to you from the Exalta Studio. And alongside me is outdoor enthusiast and former driver like myself, Hank Parker Jr. And we would like to welcome our special guest, my sister, Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Doing good. This is like, how many people can you fit in the DMR studio today? Exciting. This, this is good. It's yeah. fan day here it's, at Junior Motorsports, so there is a plethora of folks here. This are. is plethora. fun. Say hi, people. <laughs> and it's good to have you on here, Kelly, because... We just talk about all these stories and have all this fun talking about being in outdoors and talked a lot about your dad and talked about a lot of stuff. Most of my memories, and and I want to hear some of yours, but most of my memories uh, are back in the street stock days, which I'll hash those up uh, as we go along, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll help you put yourself in favorable light in those stories. <laughs> That's going to be some work. <laughs> That's going to be some oh, work. She's had challenges. Yeah, yeah. With us. Yeah. Well, um, you know, my memories, if, if we're going to talk a, a couple hunting memories with my dad, they're short and sweet, let me tell you, because yeah. as a girl growing up, um, I begged dad to let me go hunting. Begged, 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 begged. So he finally <laughs> decided that he was going to let me go one day, one morning. Uh, so went to bed that night and, you know, so excited for the next morning and I don't know, I wake up 10 30, 11 o'clock. I'm like, I know we're supposed to go hunt before now. <laughs> what happened? Dad was gone. I'm really upset. And, uh, to find out it was raining. And so he just didn't think that would be a great experience for me. Oh. Uh, that first experience. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't get another chance to go yeah, hunt with him. Yeah. So, so did you um, ever do any of the dove hunt days? I did. Yeah, I, I did do that. You'd yeah. Done some of that. Yeah. 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 So I, we did those on Labor Day. I know yeah. you've done those right up till a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, but I, I never shot myself, but out there running around, you know, helping, picking let's, up, let's, let's, watching. Let's yeah. shot myself. No, you shot, you know, shot, shot your myself. Gun. I never, never shot, shot my gun <laughs> to the air okay. for a bird. Yeah. Yes. That okay. was very cool. I As ran around sure and picked up the birds. The challenge wasn't yeah. not to shoot yourself. I've never shot myself either, though. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, growing up, my story is I didn't grow up with Dad through yep. my younger years until right. I was 16 and came in and got to meet you and uh, Dale Jr., and um, just been a blessing since and got to spend time with dad and got to do a lot of things with him that um, are great memories now and like I said the dove hunt was the biggest thing I, I never done any you know trip like a road trip hunt with him or anything and we've hunted some deer on the properties you know just sitting in different stands and stuff but yeah, it's just always fun to see him at Dove Day. You know, it's like I said, he was very day. excited. That was a highlight for the year. He never sure. hunt. I mean, I never I know, saw him shoot because he his just, enjoyment was everyone else. Yeah, he yeah. just rode around yeah. checking on everybody, yeah. make sure everybody had what they needed, and yeah. and just make sure it was a good time for everyone. And maybe that's why he didn't take us hunting because it, you know, and Hank, your dad, I'm sure has tons of stories with with the relationship with dad, but. If he went hunting by himself, he could hunt and concentrate right. himself. Because if he did right. have people, he right. did like to make sure they had a good time. Yep. And then, you know, maybe his experience, even though he, he loved making sure they had a good time, he just didn't, you know, get to hunt himself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. And, you know, I, I think one of the things I respect Dad a lot for is on, on the property, it was about 400 acres high yep. fence, and, you know, he managed his deer and stuff. And he had a condo stand that was a special stand that he would take kids and women hunting 
for the first time. Mm-hmm. And if you've hunted before, you didn't get to go there. I mean, I've tried <laughs> and tried and tried. And luckily, with my oldest son, Bobby, he took him there in 2000 in December and shot his first deer at that stand. Cool. And that was pretty special. Heck and, yeah. you know, I remember being in Daytona and dad's like, told my son jeffrey the younger one he says hey when i get back from daytona we're gonna go get you a deer i'm like dad season's out he said never out of my face <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got a point but. you know back on that dove hunting it's, it was always so funny now i'm i met you guys because my dad and, and your dad right. were friends and we met on a hunting trip and but but the funny thing is is when you got those they're they're, they're just those kind of guys who are going to lead no matter what right and so it was always a clash, and it was so funny. So back on this dove hunt thing, you know your dad was ever, all right, I want you over there, I want you yep. over there, I want you over there. You're going to get two bottles of water. You're going to have a box of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can shoot two birds. You can shoot <laughs> yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. That was dad. And that's that. So it was funny because of my dad and, and him would be together. You know, it's always your dad, like. Th- neither one of them wanted to listen to the other. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, it's no. like, who's in control here? Yeah, yeah. there was, I want to hunt here. Well, wait a minute, I was going to hunt there. You yeah, know? yeah. It didn't matter who said what. It was just it was just going to turn out that way. That was true, yeah, for Dad. Everywhere you went, so if you if you went out to dinner, you know, and we met for a family dinner, you right. just stood around the table <laughs> until he told, told you, you where to sit. I'm so, forty one. You know, all ten of us walk that? in. Yeah. yeah, all ten of us walk in. We stand there, and it's like, okay, where <laughs> are we going to sit? Tell us where to sit, Dad. <laughs> you, you know, sit here, you happen. sit here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so now you got to get up, and move. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. It is. Um, it's just a lot of fun. I don't know, Kelly, if you knew, you know, Granddad hunted oh yeah a lot yeah, bird yeah. hunting deer hunting everything seen a lot of pictures did you ever hear any stories no not really um yeah name. you know uh being a year old when he passed away and and just recently went through a lot of those pictures and 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 saw a lot of that right. stuff for ourselves you know and and got all those things scanned for memo and um kathy and danny i'm sure have uh some memories of that and good memories, yeah kathy but, i talked to her yeah. a little bit and she's she remembers you know a little bit of you know, rabbit hunting, yeah. eating the rabbits and stuff for dinner and all. And she mentioned a guy named Carl Wiggins that I'm going to have to try to look I, up. I've heard of Carl, yeah. That hunting with Granddad a lot. So huh. I'm, I'm is he still alive? Last we heard he was. Okay. I know where his house awesome. is. So one day I'm stop in and just see where he's at yeah, in neat. life and yeah. hopefully get some good stories from him. Yeah, cool. But cool. It's awesome. just been interesting how Granddad you know, got into hunting and stuff. You know, you you mentioned that, and I was in on a conversation your dad and my dad were having one day. It was just, uh, it was interesting that when they grew up, there wasn't any deer around here. There was very few deer. There wasn't any, any turkeys. turkeys no. And just to see how that conservation effort has grown, and, and, and we have an abundant population that we can now hunt, and, and, and we're overpopulated in some areas. So yeah. That's really cool to see how those guys back those old like your grandfather my grandfather those guys the efforts that they put in and the stuff that they've done and you see hunters and you know purchasing license right. which go to yep. conservation efforts and all the things that they've done to see how much this has grown and and just what we have in front of us sometimes you don't even realize it yeah yeah take it for granted for sure and that's the stories <laughs> i like to find out you know I mean, it was challenging them days. There wasn't abundance of wildlife yeah. back then. So you messed up like we do, and you were done you're for done. the season. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I first time I, I I met your dad, I was on a trip with my with my dad down at his farm in South Carolina, and Dale Junior came along, and uh, man, it was so funny. Dale Junior's over there hunting and he's walking back across this field my dad is looking at him with binoculars trying to figure out what he's doing and he's got a bolt action rifle and he's jamming oh, no. it as hard as he can 
And so my dad gets down out of the stand. He walks over there, and he, Dale Jr. is just like aimlessly walking across <laughs> his field. And he said, what are you doing? What are you doing? He goes, I can't get my bullet, my gun. I can't get ready. And he goes, that's because there's already one in there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to shove Oh, no. <laughs> so that could have been dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I imagine that um, our dad was of the thought that you pretty much should know how to do everything, so he probably didn't spend a whole lot of time teaching <laughs> no. him what to do. Again, <laughs> just like my dad. Just like yeah. my dad. Yes, that's true. It's like, son, you should know what to do out mm-hmm. there. What do you mean you can't see the bullet in there? <laughs> yeah. But then when you go to do something, he actually jump in and show yeah, you how to absolutely. do it. Yeah, absolutely. Know. Well, tell you how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Strongly. <laughs> Strongly. <laughs> he'll, wait, he'll wait for you to start messing yeah. it up first. You know, a little persuasive, you know, just, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember a lot of times, you know, sitting in the garage working on the late models and, I mean, packing bearings. You got everything's tore down and yeah. you cleaned up and you got wheel bearings packed and you go to put it back together and he's like, you done it all wrong. You start over, you know. It's like, really? <laughs> I mean, I used a wheel bearing packer in there. How can I do it wrong? Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't his way. That's how it was wrong. Right. Right. It's just like a little little off. Yeah. Got to start over. Mm-hmm. So those were some fun times racing, Hank, they out were. at uh, Con- Concord. Concord, yeah. And, Concord. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> the days. The, uh, so I got this car, right? Your dad told me, he said, this is the way you need to start racing. Because I was dying to get into it right. after kind of been around it just a little bit and uh so i bought dale jr's street stock car number oh three and uh that thing was rough yeah and well, uh, we're, you should have okay. saw you should have saw oh eight i was gonna say <laughs> let's stop for a second and and let's give a little backstory because when i interject about my first race car this is going to tie together really well oh, so yeah. carrie and dale they they're gonna do a race car together. They go to the junkyard. Yeah. They get the 08. Yep. You know and that was a 79 Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So they raced that together for you know quite some time. Beat that up, and then and then they got enough money to go get a second, second car. car yeah. And Dale gets the car that right. you're talking about. That Malibu. Malibu. The Malibu. Yeah. So now we've got I the Monte Carlo Malibu, and the Malibu. I think yeah. So. I think it was. Yeah. So so 08's retired. No, I'm still driving. Oh, you were driving yeah. when he come in. <laughs> well, no, not when he come in. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So the first race. Yeah. You were in this race, and you were beating Dale Jr., and he was doing his best and trying to, to catch you and pass you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm there just hanging out. You know, we bought this car, and he's going to drive it one last time, and then I'm going to take over the next week and uh, take off for a restart, and somebody checks up, and Dale Jr. runs in the oh. back of Kelly. Oh, yeah. busts the radiator, knocks yeah. the fenders <laughs> off of it. Yeah. I remember that. Um, so, so when I started racing, uh, uh, their dad's like, "Well, you can get 08 out of the yep. the barn here." And I am not kidding. Every single piece of sheet metal on that car, except the top. We I tried mean, you, that. We, we tried joked, the top. Yeah, one time. we joked that you needed a tetanus shot, yeah. honestly, oh, to yeah, be able to work did. on it. It was really and, it wasn't um, no joke. <laughs> yeah, but good memories. That particular race that you're talking about, I remember. Um, you know, I was racing every weekend. Then yeah. pulled my car to the racetrack myself. Um, and then Dale just so happened, he's like, yeah, I think I'll go out there and run this weekend. And, and, you know, so he takes the car, too. That weekend just was a bad weekend overall because that happened. You know, pile down into one, everybody wrecks, and then he jams me when he's out because he broke the radiator. Yeah. And then when we were on our way home, this car full of kids turned in front of us at the 601 intersection there. Oh, man. And um, so we had we stopped and we got out and – apparently they were borrowing the parents' car and it was this big deal and they didn't want, um, you know, to, to do anything about it, okay? So um, so we're like, okay, you know, that's fine. We're f- our, our vehicles are fine because we're yeah. like in a van and a trailer and everything. We're fine. And um, it was a two-day show at Concord and we were yeah. there the next night. That's right. And um, 
So the next night we're there, the police come. And the police are looking for me and Dale. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? Well, those kids went home. Apparently, oh. the parents questioned them about the car. Oh, they got man. nervous. They, they, um, you know, told the parents of what happened. <laughs> and so we ended up having to race, and we had to go to the magistrate's office after the race. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and tell this whole story. It ended up all being fine because it wasn't our fault. It was they turned in right. front of us. Right. And, and, um, and thank goodness, we, my mom actually was with us. And so, you know, we had a little witness, and it was um, some gas, the gas station attendant witness and everything. But, um, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I've never heard that story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You hear that story, and you think, well, how did Dale Jr. get yeah. those kids' car to pull out? Funny stuff. Those cars were, they were rough. So and were you were there the there? night that I got uh, uh when I was holding you back from getting in a fist fight? That yes, night? Yeah, yes, he was yes, there. Yes. I was yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're that. standing in the payout line, yeah. and um, we're still in our street stocks, and, you know, you had to stand there and go get your check after the race, $20, whatever it was. And the next thing I know, this girl standing in front of me, she gets her check. She, as she turns, she swings and punches me right in the face. Well, I fell on the ground. I was raring to get up. Hank uh, yeah. was with me in it line. Was on. Yeah. yeah. And it he's was like, on. No, no, Kelly, no. And he's grabbing me and she's just yelling at me. Well, apparently I roughed her boyfriend up on the racetrack or something. Oh, really? So she I'm like, Get your boyfriend out here. Come on, get your boyfriend <laughs> yeah. out here. What are you having to do to take up? She's for having him? To back him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, Hank's like, No, that Kelly, no, Kelly, we can't do this. I remember that story. <laughs> <laughs> like the magistrate, you had to go there yeah. the night before. I mean, there you go. What's gonna happen next? Oh gosh. Good <laughs> stuff. We Good were never stuff. trouble like that. We didn't no, ever uh-huh. cause fights or anything, me and Doug Jr. I, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> trying to cause fights. I mean, I can't help that oh, I'm the feisty one. Thank goodness I am. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, thank goodness I am. I can take it for you boys. Yep. After, you do that quite a bit, too. After uh, after we raced at Concord for a while, my brother started racing late models. And I, I got to a point where I wouldn't hardly go to the racetrack with him because he would wreck people oh. just oh, to yeah. be funny Yeah, and, and start a fight. And I was like, look, man. <laughs> I he, didn't come here for he, this. He knew you were there to back him up, so he, he had support. <laughs> yeah, you, you see how goofy I am. I'm not a good person to back anybody up in a fight. That grassroots racing, though, you can start some that tempers is, for sure. You know, I remember going to driving all the way to Nashville to run late oh. models at Nashville, all three of us. Oh, man. And we get down there, and we all make the race. It's cool, and we get ready to start the race. And we barely made the race. Yeah, well, I didn't That's say tough it. Race. We made it. That's no tough. matter how we made it, we made it. Tough race. And we were all three all started three in the back. Together in the back. And we went down and turned two. No, yeah, coming one. off of, into, into one and, and two. Yeah. Because we wrecked and off of two. Everybody piled up, and we're all jammed up, and me and Kelly all and all three of us were together. And I think I saw the sky at one point. <laughs> Next thing, we're out. Me and Kelly's out, and Dell Jr. is still racing. I mean, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> he is the lucky one I mean, for sure. Uh, I had to go to Myrtle Beach. We, we raced at Myrtle Beach together, yeah. he and I. Twin races one weekend. He fell out of the first one. Guess whose car he got to drive Yours. in the second one? No. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> no, All the things that I've had to do. I was forced out of my race car for him to race. I'm going to say, how did he, he get that from points. you? Because he was the in the points. points. Yeah. Yep. Well, That's I'd always still, a good excuse. I mean, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I was at Nashville one time. I was running the All-American 400, and they had the big late model race there. And uh, I was – after practice, I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, I saw fire. I mean, it looked like it was shooting 
uh, 30,000 feet in the sky. So I walked up there to see what was going on. Dale Jr. just calmly sitting there on pit road <laughs> on the wall. And I said, hey, man, what's going on? He goes, oh, I'm just hanging out. He didn't say a word. I said, man, that's a big old fire. He goes, yeah, I, somebody ran in the back of me while I was sitting right there. I just got out. I figured they didn't have, <laughs> <Let it burn. laughs> they didn't have any uh, – they didn't have the rescue people didn't have their stuff together. And that whole car burned to the ground right there. Oh, my gosh. He's just sitting there talking to me like nothing's going on. <laughs> That was a sun drop car? <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was. When I saw it, it was engulfed it was in gulf, flames, yeah. so I couldn't remember what it looked like. <clears throat> yeah, I oh think it was, gosh. I remember him, one car burning down, but and it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, growing up, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't around the family. I wasn't really into racing. You, were, hot you rods. played baseball and stuff, didn't you? I had, well, I yeah, played like, baseball and everything, yeah. but as I got older, I had hot rods and chased girls and yeah, see where that led me. We don't have time for all those stories. <laughs> no, we don't. But, you know, I got a good life now, so I'm happy. <laughs> you live it, you learn. You get older like a uh, like a big buck. Yeah. <laughs> get wise. Yeah. Get wise. Yeah. It's a little different growing up in the outdoor family, though, huh? Yeah, it can be. You know, it's uh, my dad. My dad, like I said, he, he's uh, just a driven guy and, and going after the whole fishing deal. There was a lot of correlation, which really – was one of the big reasons I loved racing so much. You see the determination, the work, and all that stuff. And 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 your dad and my dad just really hit it off, I think, because uh, they were a lot alike. And they didn't yeah. cut each other any slack. Right. And neither one cared who, who they were. And Exactly. It, it was a competition. <laughs> Everything they did was a competition. Yeah. And uh, so my dad was gone, you know, fishing a, a whole lot. But, you know, I learned a lot. And, and – Honestly, when I was a kid, I thought for sure I'd just do what my dad did. I'd be a professional mm-hmm. fisherman. The problem was I wasn't real good at it. And then, <laughs> uh, and then, and then I met Dale Jr. and I met you guys, and I started racing. And uh, you know, my dad says tells me a lot. It's kids that race, you know, I've, these twenty year old kids you see on right. TV now racing, uh, they didn't get enough spankings when they were little. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah. no, it was good, man. You, you know, I learned a lot about the outdoors. And then yeah. my dad was right in there with me, man. When we started racing, he was elbow deep learning it with me and pushing me and, and, and you know, just pushing me along to, to learn and to try to make it. And uh, I learned a lot from him. And, uh, you know, he's still he's still wide open. He can still outwork me at 60, whatever he is I'm, now. I'm sure. Well, I want to know why you weren't, yeah, why weren't you good at fishing? <laughs> I mean, does how much skill does fishing take? Just enlighten me here. It takes a it, lot. It's a lot. It takes a lot. And uh, my ADD oh, sometimes okay. takes over. So it's more like of an attention <laughs> and patience. Because yeah. that's my problem, too, with fishing. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love being outdoors. I love being on the water. love being in the tree. Whatever it is, you know, four-wheeling, camping. We're, we're headed camping this weekend. Um, but I don't have the patience to sit on a boat and yeah. fish. I like, you know, LW and I um, went to uh, um, Jackson Hole fly fishing. Yeah, that's fun. 17 degrees weather we were in. When we went out, it was negative two. The guy's like, are you guys sure you want to do this? I'm, you know, well, of course, I'm just along for the ride because I really didn't. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but it was so much fun. And I like that. I mean, we didn't catch a lot of fish, but you, you're walking up and down the stream. The interaction, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and all was fun. Sitting on a bass boat, holding your line, waiting. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. You got to throw it out, reel it in. Oh, oh, you just don't let it fall no, to the bottom? I was afraid oh, that was coming. Oh. See? 
well, I was doing it wrong. And that would keep you <laughs> more. have to try it again. <laughs> keep you busy, too. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I'm not real good at saltwater fishing either because I, I, get, I get sick. Yeah. We, we had well, that experience, yeah. I'm yeah. usually puking off the side Me of the too. Me too. Me <laughs> too. Yeah, we didn't even make it out of the dock. We didn't. We tried this. We went uh, on a, a Easter break vacation together, yeah. our families, um, L-Dub and the kids and, and Renee and and, their, and his kids and um, Sonny and Stacy and, and their son, too. We're all going to go out on uh, this boat fishing uh, Mr. Hendrick lined it up for us. We're all set. Yeah. I, I mean, we can still see land. We're like, this is not going to work for me. I think uh, my daughter Kennedy had to come back, too. She wasn't feeling it. So um, We had a good day. I mean, yeah. we caught I, Y'all fish. caught a ton yeah. of fish. Yeah. We had yeah. a lot of fish. That is fun. And there's yeah. so many different ways to do it. You don't have to fish one particular way. No, you don't. I mean, it could be various things. I mean, like I said, we do We do now. We just straight line with live bait and catch whatever bites. You know, mm-hmm. it's not, you're not targeting one species. So. Right. You know, it's interesting and fun for the kids because it keeps them yeah. active and not not boring like yeah, you say. Yeah, well, LW and I just went to um, we we do our anniversary trip every year, so um, we went to where did we go this year? It was an island, island. St. Lucia. Yeah. yeah. So um, he wanted to go. Of course, everywhere that we pick, we got to know if there's like fishing or some outdoor oh, yeah. thing to do. <laughs> so um, uh, we went fishing, and he begged. We we met this other couple at the hotel, and they wanted to go fishing too, and so. I said, well, I'm going to give it a whirl, but I'm going to take Dramamine with me. So we go out, and I start feeling a little weird, you know, so I take this Dramamine. <laughs> well, for the, I was out for the next hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's no fun to fish that no. way either, no. you know? Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I woke up because they got a fish on the line, and then it was exciting, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I mean, what's, I should just stay back. I yeah, mean, because it just knocks you yeah, out. Yeah. It's like we went to England, and our daughter, Blade, went with us one year, and she had to take Dramamine. She took it on a plane going down. Well... We, you know, land in London. We want to tour London, and she's in a daze. It's like she's drugged out. You know, she's in space. And I get the and less drowsy like, formula, but it. That's it. I mean, it was, that's what she had. Yeah. She just couldn't enjoy the trip because she was dazed, didn't know what was happening, and yeah. couldn't take anything in. So, yeah. what's the biggest fish your dad's ever caught? Count wise, <clears throat> I don't know, and he doesn't know either. And he talks about that a lot. Uh, but several, this has been uh, probably in the late 80s. He was in Florida, and he was doing some stuff uh, for his show. And he caught a fish, and he and he put the fish back, and he didn't have anything to weigh it. But mm. he, he says he thinks that was the biggest one he's caught. Now, what's interesting is uh, him and uh, your dad did a show together where they were over here at an unnamed yep. place. <laughs> Carrie has permission to live. Love that place. And, uh, I've heard a few stories yep. of that place. He caught three fish, okay? Uh, him and him and your dad caught, uh, let's see, I think it was about a seven, a nine, and a ten pounder. Yeah. And we had a small pond that was, uh, it was really like a pool, but it was spring fed. And and he would save these fish in there for like photos, and you never we never fished for them. Right. It was a real small deal, and we fed them, and we got that fish up to about twelve twelve and a half pounds. Oh wow! Yeah, we had them for about eight or nine years. Oh wow! They That's live a cool. very long time. Yeah, that place is special. I mean, you catch some nice fish there, and it makes for a good show if you're trying to film shows and stuff there. Because mm-hmm. so, I mean, it's it's, it's a guaranteed it's, yeah. catch. Did your dad have pet deer like this pet fish? No, he no? does not. He does not. Uh, <laughs> He, he, you know, he's in South Carolina. I mean, you know, you're not supposed to have a pet deer, by the way, let's say. But yeah. we, we, I mean, yeah. Dad I had mean, a few. Yeah. I'm debating on whether what story I should tell. I know, right? right? I mean. But but Dad had a this deer on the farm that I mean, he just become really yeah. friendly. We uh, uh, the racetrack that Carson races at at Millbridge, there are three deer there. Literally, will walk up to you and eat out of your hand. Really, they are there every single race night. They they say they only come out when the cars are out there and they hear they the know cars. There. Yep. So yep. next time we're so for a show, I know yeah. where I'm going to go. go. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right in the middle of the pit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Walked in the middle of the pits, and the racetrack got this video, <laughs> and there was a bunch of kids piled around them, and they were just going to get them. And petting them? Yeah. yeah. They, like, the deer lets you pet them. Where'd you feed them? You just pick you grass. Them, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure somebody bottle fed one of them once. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think yeah. that one dad had was Boaz, I think was his name. Yeah, I just, butt. you know, he would come yeah. and you know let you come up and eat i remember um taylor being little and us being out in the driveway yeah. and they come right we had boaz yeah. and pistol pistol had the broke nose i think was pistol the one that uh got, got neil bonnet Neil, yeah yeah <laughs> chased yeah. him around he got, he got him in the chest oh. sort of like a pit yeah. bull that might turn on you yeah you gotta be careful up there especially you know with horns and 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 when the rut comes in they yeah, get crazy that's when they get aggressive i had a uh i had a pit gobbler turkey oh, really? till about uh, a couple months ago and uh, this joker was hilarious he walks around and he is so proud of himself so when you pull up in the driveway at my house he'll come running up he wasn't in a cage or anything he'll come running up to your car start strutting you walk <laughs> people walk up to knock on the door and he's strutting beside him he'd lay on the back porch of my dog and sleep oh my gosh really yeah so yeah, that's cool I'm surprised your dog didn't want to go after him well yeah. my neighbor's dog got him so it didn't, oh. that didn't work out too good <laughs> oh well Happens. That happens. That happens. Yeah. I think it's cool to have gobblers around. It's neat to hear them <laughs> gobbling and carrying on and watch them strut and everything. Yeah, my wife hated him, but yeah. it was cool to hear him gobble every morning. Yeah, I've been wanting one, but my wife wouldn't let me have one either. <laughs> I can, I'll hook you up. Yeah. When you're ready for one, all right, so just don't get me in trouble. Don't talk to my wife. That's right. We'll just keep it a secret. Right. Your wife just show loves up. animals. She yeah, wouldn't she mind just, the turkey gobbler showing up. One. Oh, she didn't. I had a chance to get one before. Well, do you always want the animals that she brings home? But I, t- I accept them. I, I, it's my point exactly. So bring <laughs> home bring the animals. Home she'll accept oh. it. Oh. Ding, Ooh. ding, ding. Next time my wife and I get to argue, I'm going to call Kelly and let her there you go. mediate. There you go. <laughs> She's good at I it. I don't know if I want to mediate with your wife. So that's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could be pretty tough. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. yeah. Back, back to those days when you tell everybody, sit at the particular seat. Yeah. So I try to pull that sometimes huh? sometimes it don't, it don't work, work. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we know who wears pants right yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool uh, y'all just say fun. that in front of me y'all just talk you're trying to pump the woman up here with me on the show yeah that's you know, right typical uh no you for real you know oh i do know i do know <laughs> but i'm t- saying if i wasn't sitting here you yeah, guys we would be would, bashing yeah. you oh yeah yeah, exactly yeah. Right. oh my wife does this my wife does that can you believe <laughs> that guy talk but that always was good that you came that. to his defense. I was pretty yeah. impressed. Say that. <laughs> you always have that, you know. Like you said. I'm the sister. She's the sister. Yeah, I'm the protector. <laughs> well, you were all your life growing up. That's right. You took That's care right. of Junior. Well, hey. Dad's on the road. Somebody had to. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to say, you done a really good job. I mean, it was, it was a big challenge, but you've done a pretty good job with I him. could never get him to understand that if you just went along with the rules... It would be fine, right? <laughs> Whatever it was, and we just chose to do things differently. So, with Dad said, you know, get A's. I just got A's. Fine. This is what you want, Dad. Do this, do that. Unload the dishwasher, whatever it was, and everything worked in your favor. Dale, it worked. I mean, he just, <laughs> I, he system. just did. Yeah, I mean, he left cereal bowls under the bed. <laughs> you know, I mean, just whatever. I'm like, dude, you just if you just follow the rules, it'll be okay here. So, yeah, I can see yeah. that. I can yeah. see Dale doing that, but so that was tough. Well, cool. It was a good time. Well, I appreciate you being on the show and enjoying the stories. That was really cool. There's a little Wyatt. A little Wyatt. We got so much going on around here today. A lot going on. Yeah, a lot of fans out here and everything. So. 
Well, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm sure we could uh, we can do another one of these on into the uh, year because I'm just, we got tons more oh, yeah. stories. And I can yeah. Be a guest star. And, and Kennedy and wants star. to be a guest. Yep. Guest we'll, let the, we'll let the kids on in, on one. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. Well, Exalta Racing has reached and passed their 20,000 followers on Twitter, and that means step one of their follow us to Pocono contest is complete. So step two uh, is running out. So go to PoconoRaceway.com forward slash Exalta giveaway and fill out the form to officially enter for your chance to win $88,000 if Dale Jr. wins the Exalta 400 uh, at Pocono Raceway this Sunday, June 5th. If you have not followed them, you need to go follow them. Let's talk you about this to. again. Did you you just read that you can officially enter for the chance to win eighty eight thousand dollars? Eighty eight thousand dollars. You're eligible. That yeah, you're eligible. The if whole family. Go enter the whole everybody's family. Everybody's eligible. Hey, I like that. Sure. Hey, yeah. You'll split the money. How about with me? Would you split the money with me? With her. Oh, so, come on. It's eighty eight thousand yeah. bucks. We can win there. Well, I mean, I'm sure. Cool I'm. I'm probably not eligible. You might not be eligible, Carrie, but your name's Parker. You're probably eligible. We can figure a way around this. I'll cut y'all in if I win. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that would be the one race it's, that I would I would really encourage Dale Jr. to be okay to cheat. Yeah, yeah, so he wins. <laughs> He's pretty good at Pocono. We don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah we don't That's really do cool. That. So, yeah, PoconoRaceway.com. Backslash Zalta giveaway. Actually, it's a forward slash. It is a forward slash. In this world of technology. Well, Sorry, I, I can't take up for you on that one. It is a forward slash. <laughs> forward slash, then. <laughs> to enter the chance to win to 88,000. So, yeah. check it out and join us. Well, cool. That wraps it up for this week's Earnhardt Outdoors. And we'll be back again on June the 17th. Taking a little time off, are you? We're looking for you. We got a week ahead. I mean, <laughs> always, we're ahead right now. Oh, okay. You're ahead. So this is you know, for down the road. I gotcha. We actually recorded last week, too. Oh, double duty in time. Yeah. Gotcha. So, gotcha. <laughs> not taking much off. You're, you're one of those comp time people, huh? Comp time. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So appreciate you being on, Kelly. And very, enjoy very happy to stories. be here. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good time. Good stuff. And thanks, you, Hank, for yeah. being here with us. It was good. It was good to remember the stories of old Kelly back from starting <laughs> a brawl at Concord Speedway. And always fun to be with you guys. Yeah, enjoy it. Well, that wraps it up for our show. Folks, we'll see you next time on Our Heart Outdoors on June 17th. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 